listening to the WLW Sports Network at the half. It is 20-7. to 7. The Bad Axe Hatchets leading the Reese Rockets. After 24 minutes of play, 24 minutes of play remain now. And Dave Hansen, watch, tell us how we got to this 20-7, 13-point ball game. Well, the home team, Bad Axe Hatchets, scored first on their first drive. Devin Howard finished off that long drive with a nine-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion would be no good. Bad X would slide out to that early lead, 6 to nothing, with 5.50 to go in the first quarter. Reese would respond, and I mean quickly. First play of their first series, Turbush hits Palmruder for a 66-yard touchdown throw and catch. The extra point is good, and at the end of the first quarter, Reese would lead Bad X 7-6. But the second quarter, all hatchets. Keaton Brown would hit Griffin Meinhold on a 21-yard touchdown pass. The extra point by Meinhold is good. Bad Axe would retake the lead 13-7 with six and a half to go in the second quarter. Bad Axe would get a stop. And then on their first play, Toby, or, uh, excuse me, Jake McPhee. Younger brother yeah, Toby We've been McPhee. doing this too long. Jake McPhee explodes through the line on a 40-yard touchdown run. The extra point is good, and the half would end with the home team, Bad Axe Hatchets, 20, the Reese Rockets, 7. The Bad Axe Hatchets, nine first downs in that first half. The Reese Rockets just four on third down conversions. Bad Axe, 66% for four of six conversions on third down. The Reese Rockets just one of five for 20%. On fourth down conversions, both teams unable to convert. Bad Axe 0 for 1, Reese 0 for 2 on fourth downs. Time possession heavily in favor of the Bad Axe Hatchets. Thanks in part to Reese scoring on one single play. Bad Axe with 15 minutes and 10 seconds off the clock. Reese with 8 minutes and 50. Taking a look at individual scoring and stats for both teams. The Reese Rockets with 24 plays for 122 yards. The Bad Axe Hatchets 31 plays for 214 yards. So about a 90-yard advantage for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Bad Axe 28 carries, 193 yards and two scores. They're averaging just under seven yards per carry. Through the air, just one completion for 21 yards on three attempts, which went for a score. Leading the rushing attack, quarterback, tailback, whatever you like call him in a single wing offense, Keaton Brown with 64 yards and 12 carries, averaging five yards per carry. Carried the ball 43% of the time for the Bad Axe Hatchets in that first half. Griffin Meinhold up next, 46 yards, six carries for him. Jake McPhee, one carry for 40 yards and the score into the end zone. Evan Schenk, five carries, 27 yards. And Devin Howard, four carries, 16 yards and one score. Through the air, Keaton Brown, one for three for 21 yards and a score, averaging 21 yards per catch, go figure. And Griffin Meinhold bringing in that sole reception for the Hatchets, which was that score. On defense, Blake Tulaski lean with two tackles, as well as Jake McPhee, two tackles, including one for a loss. Devin Howard, two tackles. Austin Vollmering, two tackles. Sam Haas, two tackles. You like to see that equal coverage across the board for the Bad Axe defense. No question about it, but uh, you see in a spread offense scenario, there's there's a lot of different guys because when they run the ball, even though it's been very few, the up guys tend to get the tackles. But then in the passing game starts, you'll see guys like Blake Tulaski, Keaton Brown, Griffin Meinhold. That's where they're making their tackles are out in the secondary. So it's very spread out because that's what Reese wants to do. But it is nice to see all these guys swarming the football and making tackles. For the Reese Rockets, eight carries for just 16 yards of the night, averaging two yards per carry. They had a 13-yard run in there as well, so it's five, seven carries for three total yards. Through the air, six for 16 and one interception for 106 yards for the Reese Rockets, as well as one score. Total offense, 122 yards. Tanner Turbush, the sole running back with any positive yards, four carries for 25 yards. Aiden Rayner, three carries for a loss of two, and Demarcus Plumrider, one carry for a loss of seven. 
through the air. Turbush, 106 yards on 6 of 15 passing with one interception as well as one touchdown, averaging 17 yards per reception for a 40% completion rate. Trey Palmruder, excuse me, uh, Demarcus Palmritter with three receptions for 86 yards on the night for one score. Levi Foco, two receptions for 14 yards, and Jesse Stricker, one reception for six yards. Dave Hansen, not much surprising here for the Reese Rockets. A little heavy on the pass game, very little going on in the trenches for the Rockets. That's in part because that bad axe defense. Absolutely, and up front, bad axe defense is winning. Uh, they, they got burned on the first play of the game that Reese had on offense. And since then, they've been absolutely outstanding. They have allowed Tanner Turbush to escape out of the pocket, but that's because they are doing such a good job in the secondary, taking away that deep pass, not allowing those receivers to, towards the end, catch the ball. But when they did, no yards after contact. And when Reese tries to take advantage of all those guys in the secondary, guys like Sam Haas and Jake McPhee, they're making plays at the line of scrimmage, not allowing the running game to get going. You'd think with that many defensive backs, the running game would just naturally have an opening. Bad X has not allowed that, but I think my favorite stat looking at that is uh, Tanner Turbush has accounted for 131 yards if they're 122. I got to love that because outside of him, the rest of the team has done absolutely nothing. That's some federal government math right there. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) But... uh, you see uh, Aiden Rainer's run for negative yards. You've seen uh, they handed it off to DeMarcus Palmruder. He went for a loss of seven. So outside of his passing attack and him running the ball, and we said coming in this week, Tanner Turbrush is the threat. He runs the ball. He will make these throws. And if you can contain him, you can win this football game. And Bad X, after the first series, did a really good job of containing him. And now, but Reese will start the second half with the football and a much-needed drive for them to get back into the game. Bad X won the toss, elected to receive, so they will be starting out on kicking the ball, and they go for the onside kick, and it's brought in by Wes Robinson at the Reese 44-yard line. Other area scores here quickly. Obley leads Sandusky at halftime, 21-0. Cass City and Harbor Beach in the third quarter. Cass City 14, Harbor Beach 13. Bad X, Harbor Beach strikes in the third quarter first. Lakers leading USA at half, 6-0. That's all the action going on that we know of in the Greertham Conference. First and ten for the Reese Rockets at their own 44-yard line, right to left across your radio. Yeah, some interesting scores out there. Harbor Beach trailing at halftime, still trailing in the third quarter. Uh, how about that Lakers-USA game? Six-nothing Six at halftime. First and ten, right to left across your radio. Two receivers wide each way. Now Palm Ruder in motion to the right. And it's a handoff right up the get to got to Rayner, and he gets out for a yard and a half, maybe two out to the 46-yard line. A gain of two in the play. Noah Braun brings him down outside linebacker for the Bad X Hatchets. Second down and eight. I think it's a good idea for Reese to try and establish some running game on this series. So I'm not surprised they started out with a run. They have to at some point bring some of these guys in the secondary back into the box, which allowed them to throw the ball early in the game. So far, the secondary has really done a good job of negating what Turbush wants to do, and that's push the ball down the field, looking for big passing chunk gains, and they haven't had any to speak of since that first series. Robinson and Foco wind to the right, Palm Ritter and Stricker wind to the left. In the shotgun, Turbush back to pass. Looking downfield, right down the middle. And almost brought down by the big paw of Jake McPhee. At midfield, he had his left hand on it, couldn't bring it in. Falls incomplete. Third down and eight. And that's what you got to do. You're going to see Reese attack without routes, deep routes, and slants. And it's for the defender, it's really tough to figure out which one they're going to do. And that time, Jake McPhee 
acts like a wide receiver in his own route. He's in a little bit of a zone. His job is to cover the running back out of the backfield, or if they scramble to his side of the field, the quarterback, it's his job to cut it down. So he's just floating in that secondary, and he watches the quarterback's eyes, rotates with that vision. And when, when Turbush throws the football, I don't know how you don't see him, but he didn't see him at all, and he threw it, and Jake McPhee almost comes down with a one-handed pick. Sitting three receivers wide to the left, working off that left hash, bunched outside of the left tackle. We have a timeout called by Cody Reif and the Rockets, their first in the second half with 11.08 remaining in the third quarter. You're listening to WLW Sports Network, Bad Axe 20, recent seven in week number six of the regular season. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, Reese goes for it on third and eight, and they pitch it out to Palm Ritter. Go for it. That doesn't make sense. Go over and pitch it out to Palm Ritter, and he brought down for a seven-yard loss in the backfield. And now they bring out the punt team with 10.25 remaining here in the third quarter. Yeah, Jack Hollinsworth cut that play down and set up Griffin Meinhold for a big hit and stopped that play for a loss of seven. Google's kick and punt comes down inside the 20-yard line down to the 19-yard line. So Badax will start out inside their own 20 with 10-15 remaining in the third quarter, but leading by 13 points, forcing a three and out from the Reese Rockets to start the second half. And that's a disaster for Reese because now they have to ask their defense to, to get a stop for themselves, which they have not been able to do yet tonight. Reese now just one for six on third downs tonight. Badax gets the ball back with 10-15 remaining in the third. Just impressed with the changes this Bad Axe has, defense has made since that first series. And they have completely changed what Reese wants to do. They are dictating this game on how it goes. Reese has changed their identity of a throw-first team, trying to run the football. And, and even when they've thrown it, it's been very conservatively, and Bad Axe has taken advantage. Bad Axe direct snap right up the middle to Blake Tulaski. He gets out to the 25-yard line, a gain of six on the play, second down and four upcoming. White jerseys on that one all over him for the Reese Rockets. Four yards to go. And that's been the uh, the Evan Shank roll of the first half. He takes that direct snap. Keaton Brown fakes it to the outside. And he goes straight up the middle, right in the teeth of that Reese defense. It's been very successful tonight. It may not be for big hits, but it's been averaging. If you look at Evan Shank, he's averaging five and a half yards a carry. You see Blake Tulaski come in. He gets five and a half or six yards on that same style play. Second down, four to go, 9.35. Bad X in no hurry here with a 13-point lead. Direct snap to Keaton Brown. Has a lead blocker. Bounces outside to the near sideline. He has the first down. He lowers his shoulder into across the 40-yard line and finally ripped down at the 41-yard line. Brought down by Wes Robinson. 9.22 in a big game for Keaton Brown. Nice run there by Keaton Brown. He kicks it to the outside and showing that toughness. You can tell that ankle's bothering him just a little bit, but you can see him physically pushing defenders off of him. That stiff arm works to a tee. It took two defenders to bring him down, but not until he crosses his own 40-yard line and gets a first down for Bad X. First and 10 for the Bad X hatches at their own 41-yard line. Tackle made by Wes Robinson for the Reese Rockets. Working off the right hash, left to right across your radio. Are the Bad Axe single wing to the left. Jake McPhee lines up 
at right tackle. Reverse to Griffin Meinholt, tries to find a seam. He has positive yards, fumble on the play, and they have to jump on it, and it goes out of bounds at the Reese 44-yard line. And Jake McPhee bounces that one out of bounds as he's trying to bring in possession, and it's going to result in a first down for Griffin Meinholt and the Hatchets. That started their own 41-yard line across midfield to the 44, and Palm Ritter's slow to get up. That uh, was number 11, slow to get up. Wes Robinson. Wes Robinson, and... Uh, yeah, unfortunately for him, he was diving in the same area as Jake McPhee at full speed, and that's one guy that I do not want to go on a head-on collision course with. But McPhee's able – he gets there a half a second late. Robinson's there first, but when McPhee hits him and reaches out with those long arms, he makes sure the ball does not gain possession to Reese and it kicks itself out of bounds. The ball's dead, and Bad X will start at their – and now in Reese territory at the 44-yard line. The old Lee Corso, Indiana, out-of-bounds fumble play there. First and 10 for the 44, direct snap to Blake Tlaski. Hasley blockers, pushes the pile forward across the 40 and all the way out to the 38-yard line. A seven-yard pickup for Blake Tlaski and a complete effort there. Tackle made by Griffin Google, nose guard for the Reese Rockets, long for the free ride. Very much a, a rugby-style play as you see Blake Tlaski staying low to the ground and that whole pile moving forward, but uh, as you mentioned, Reese is down two scores. They're looking for anything they can get, so they'll allow a couple extra yards as long as they get a chance to hold that running back up and take some swats at it, trying to force another strip fumble. Second down, three to go after a seven-yard gain for Blake Tulaski. Working off that right hash, Hollingsworth wide to the right, single wing to the right. McPhee is now at the end on the opposite side of the single wing. Direct snap to Brown. Backing back to pass, looking downfield, throws this one. It is caught at the 28-yard line, brought in by Evan Schenk. Past the sticks, move the chains on second down. From the 37 down to the 28, a nine-yard pickup into the hands of Schenk. Love the play call and a nice catch there by Evan Schenk. Keaton Brown, definitely not his best throw. As he no. Let's go with that one a little late, and it's low. But Evan Schenk drops to his knees, is able to keep his hands between uh, the ball and the turf. Makes a nice low catch, secures the ball for a first down, but an opportunity to get a little more if he's able to hit in stride. But nonetheless, the play is successful, and Bad X keeping the chains moving as we roll 7.20 to go in the third quarter. Still 20-7, 13-point lead for the Bad X Hatchets. Bad X adjusting at the line now. Swing wing to the left. It's a direct snap to Jake McPhee, and he lowers the shoulder and moves the entire pile single-handedly all the way out to the 21-yard line. A seven-yard gain, and number 62 is going to be credited for the tackle, Nathaniel Torres. But he was the first one to trip over himself and bring <laughs> Jake McPhee down. Yeah, he was going for a free ride there on the McPhee Express, but seven yards straight ahead, direct snap right to McPhee, and there was the... Again, he's in that uh, blocking back position on the field, and he kind of rotates over, takes that snap, goes right ahead, and pushes that pile ahead. And I think about 10 bodies fell over there when he finally went to the ground. But a great gain, first down, second down, and three after that seven-yard moving ahead of the pile by Jake McPhee. Second down and three, 6.23 left here in the third quarter. Still 20-7, to Bannock's by 13. We have whistles before the snap is off, and it's a timeout called by Cody Reif and the Race Rockets. Trailing by 13 points, 6.18 remaining in the second quarter right here on the W. LW Sports Network being powered by Anchor Valley Services. Trying to stop the...
618 remains in the third quarter. Reese with just one timeout remaining in this ballgame. Badax with a second and three from the 21-yard line of Reese. It's a handoff to Devin Howard in white jerseys. Bring him down in the backfield for a loss of a yard, maybe even two. Leading the charge was Griffin Google, that nose guard for the Rockets. Third down and four upcoming. Direct snap to Howard, and I, there's a missed blocking assignment there as uh, Google comes free right up the middle and tackles Howard for virtually no gain on the play. They mark him down back at the 23-yard line. First down marker is at the 18. Four yards to go for Bad Axe. Probably still four-down territory for this offense, but you'll, you'll see Keaton Brown come back in the game. You'll see Evan Shank come back in the game. So watch them to kind of head the backfield there. And this is for Reese. And personnel changes were too much for Vanex to handle, so they call a timeout with 531 left here in the third quarter. Dave Hansen, go ahead and finish that thought. I was just going to say, you, you can see what they're doing. They're going back to what's worked in the first half. Put Shank and Brown back in the backfield, and you're not sure if Shank's going to take that direct snap right at you or if Keaton Brown's going to follow those lead blockers through the gap. Vanex facing a third and four deep into Reese territory at the 23-yard line. First time mark is actually the 19-yard line, so four yards to go. Cal Pokley discussing with his offense. Been firing in all cylinders tonight. 272 yards and 38 plays for the Bad Axe Hatchets, averaging seven yards per carry or per play altogether. Two for four through the air for 30 yards and one score. And this offense has, has done a really nice job. They've controlled the pace of the game, controlled the tempo, moved the chains. They've gotten some decent size, bigger plays, some some 20-yard pass plays, and a, I think Keaton Brown had a 20-yard run in there. So they've had some nice plays, but drive-sustaining plays, and this Reese defense has felt like, has to feel like they've been on the on the field all night long. This drive approaching five minutes already. Direct snap to Griffin Meinhold, and he's tackled forward as he had no chance to get out of the backfield to brought down by Griffin Google. He's all over the defensive front for Reese right now. No gain on the play. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Fourth and four for the Bad Axe Hatchers. Apparently, I'm completely wrong because neither of the two guys that I'd had in the backfield were in the backfield. They, they had Griffin Meinhold back there instead uh, with number 44, Howard. And uh, that play goes for no gain. So now, again, it's a play where you really only wanted two or three yards. Now they're going to bring out the field, field goal, goal unit. unit. I love it. So the long snap, or the way in the snap is Logan Miles. He's at his 28-yard line. So this is going to be a 38-yard field goal for Griffin Meinhold. As the wind slightly to his back, it's a little bit of a crosswind here tonight. The kick is up. It has the distance. Is it accurate? It is through the uprights. A 38-yard field goal for Griffin Meinhold. Tacks on another three points. It's Bad Axe 23, Reese 7 on the WLW Sports Network. Hatchets out by 16. Griffin Meinhold puts through the 38-yard field goal for the Bad Axe Hatches, the first field goal we've seen in quite a number of years, and he nailed that one. Had room to run as well beyond that. It's 23-7. I, I can't remember very many field goals that we've witnessed in, in our day, Clark. Yeah, I cannot remember. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe back in 2012 with Harbor Beach, but that's about it. Griffin Meinhold's kick 
Comes, bounces at the 13 and rolls out of bounds at the four-yard line. So this will be a illegal procedure against the kicking team. And Reese has the chance to either re-kick or take it to the 35-yard line. More than likely take it to the 35, first and 10. But that's a win for Bad X. We've already saw what these special teamers of Reese can do is they, they took one all the way back into Bad X territory uh, on one of their returns. So to give them their ball at, the, at their own 35, make them go 65 yards in your defense, let's see them do it. So they take it to the 35-yard line, right to left across the radio. They trail by 16 points, a two-possession ball game still. As Cassidy extends their lead out over Harbor Beach, 20-13 to in the fourth quarter. First and 10 for the Reese Rockets, trailing by 16 here. It's a handoff to Aiden Rayner, finds a seam. He has the first down across midfield, lowers the shoulder, and gets out all the way out to the 46-yard line. Finally stopped by Keaton Brown out of the secondary. The free safety brings him down from the 35 across midfield, a 39-yard pickup. And that's what that's what Reese was looking for to start the second half as Bad X had continuing to put more and more guys in the secondary to try and cut down this passing game that there should be numbers up front to run the football. But those front three plus whatever linebacker was floating was doing a great job of preventing that. But this time that linebacker Hollingsworth gets blocked and it goes for a big game. Another handoff to Aiden Rayner and he's wrapped up just beyond the line of scrimmage across the 45 out to the 44. Big man 60 Sam Haas on the stop for the Bad Axe Hatches just after a two-yard gain. Second down and eight. And that's what Bad Axe is just talking about. Bad Axe's front three were getting off their blocks and stopping the running game. So that way the extra seven or eight guys could play in the secondary somewhere and try to cut down on these passing routes. And if they're able to continue to do that, Reese is going to be in trouble. But uh, they got away with it on first down, but this time Bad X recovers. Sam Haas makes a tackle after just a one-yard gain. From the Bad X, 44-and-a-half-yard line. Trips to the left, one to the right. That's Levi Foco all by his lonesome. Turbush in the pistol. Back to pass, has pressure coming, and is thrown right in the middle of the field. It's brought in by Palm Ritter, and he cannot break free of that tackle. Finally brought down to the 23-yard line. We have a flag back to the 39-yard line, about seven yards beyond the line of scrimmage. We have a down player for the Reese Rockets. That would be either a, a cramp for DeMarcus Palmritter. And this very well could be an illegal formation or, or potentially a ineligible receiver downfield. So this one very well could be coming back. It's that the flag sits on the 39-yard line at the moment. Palmritter's pass was all the way, or Palmritter's catch was brought down all the way out to the 23-yard line. So we wait from the officials here to square this one away. Jerry Ozentowski, your white cap tonight. Okay, legal lineman downfield on the on the offense. Five-year penalty from the previous spot. So replay the down. Palm Ritter's catch. No good. Don't even look at it. Didn't happen. And instead of a first and ten from the 23, it's a second down and 14 from midfield. Yeah, that's that's a tough break for Reese because uh, they had a, they had their favorite receiver cutting down in the middle of the field. He plants that foot at about the first down marker and cuts to the middle of the field. And Turbush throws it right on the spot to hit him. It's right surrounded by three bad axe defenders, which would have been a big gain. Instead, now back him up for us now a second down and long. 3:04 remains in the third. 23 to seven. A four-yard penalty. A four-yard, five-yard penalty. He said from the spot of the foul, so. Oh, from the previous spot. Oh, I thought he said from the yeah. spot of the foul. No, no, okay. no, that would, that would be back at the 40. 
Turbush back to pass. Looking downfield, nothing there. Scrambles to the near sideline. Looking still downfield. Going to retain this one, and he's brought down for a two-yard loss at the Reese 48-yard line. A loss of three on the play. Leading the charge there was number 44, Devin Howard, chasing Turbush down. Third down and 16. And normally... In a lot of different games, that's where Turbush excels by buying time, allowing his receivers to move around out there. That improvisation skills we were talking about in the pregame, and that time there's nobody around. Ben X understands that when Turbush rolls to his left, the receivers are going to float that way as well. They stay covered, and all Turbush can do is tuck it down and accept a sack for a loss of a couple more yards, bringing up third down and even longer. Reese lines up at their own 48-yard line, right to left across your radio. First down markers all the way down to the Banax 36-yard line. Receiver wide to the left, Levi Foco trips to the right just outside of that right tackle and tight end. Back to pass, Turbush rolling to his right, throws downfield, and this one is a little underthrown. It looks like it may be intercepted. They say it is, hits the turf first, though. Incomplete, and it's going to bring up a fourth down and 16 for the Reese Rockets at their own 48-yard line, and we have... A down bad axe player. Now another cramp. Who thought we'd have so many cramps in the first week of October? But that's stop guessing after 2020 and now 2021. Would not be good though for bad X, regardless of what it is. If that's quarterback Keaton Brown, can't quite see a number there. That is Keaton Brown, and just a cramp. Got back up on his own two feet. So Dan Drake of Sure Primary Care Badax here, the newest physician for Sure Health on site. In agreement with Sure Health with Badax Schools to supply medical services here in both schools as well as for the football team. Had a busy night tonight. Yeah, trying to keep these guys hydrated. Oof. October 1st, who'd have thunk it, huh? So DeCarlos Sageman checks in, replaces Keaton Brown. As that calf is rock hard right now for Keaton Brown. As Evan Shank is doing the same motion. It's the newest dance craze. It's called the cramp. Fourth and 16. <laughs> Reese going for it. Quads left. Screen pass to the left to Palm Ritter. Brings in the pass. And he's going to be ripped down. And just after an eight-yard gain of the 44-yard line by number 44, Devin Howard. About eight yards shy of the first down marker. A turnover on downs for the Reese Rockets. Gives the ball back to Bad X with a 16-point lead. A minute 49 left in the third quarter. Bad X 23, Reese 7. Uh, that's a great stop by the Bad X defense. Got to know they're going to throw the football in that scenario. They throw a screen pass, and that defense reacts quickly. A nice game for Reese, but not enough for the first down. And now the Bad X offense will come back on the field without Keaton Brown, but... Has a nice lead and good field position. They're on their own 44-yard line, left right across the radio, a 56-yard field in front of them with a 16-point lead, a minute 49 before the third quarter is over. Bad X taking their time with two-possession lead, trying to make it three here on this drive. First and 10 from the 44. Direct snap to Griffin Meinhold. Lee follows his blockers, gets out of his first tackle, gets out of his second tackle, spins out of his third, and drags his fourth and fifth defenders all the way to the first down marker, and then some move the chains after an 11-yard pickup. Stop made by Trey Palmritter out of the secondary. Move the chains for Griffin Meinhold, all is by his lonesome. Uh, you're exactly right. Nice job by the, f by the front 
guards and tackles of bad acts, but as soon as Griffin Meinhold gets past them, it's all him. Juke to the left, spin around, shake another tackler. It took the third, fourth, and fifth defenders together to bring Griffin Meinhold down to the ground, but not until he gets 11 yards and a new set of downs for the bad acts offense. Reese had the ball just for two minutes and 41 seconds on that last drive. And just 21 yards on five plays. Hand off to Griffin Meinhold, direct snap. He's across the 40 to the 35, down to the 30. Breaks free of that tackle and is ripped down of bounds, down to the 26-yard line. Griffin Meinhold taking chunks out of this Reese defense from the 45 down to the 26, a 19-yard pickup for number seven. And that's the beauty of this offense. You see guys rotating in and out all the time. Obviously, they're at their most dangerous when Keaton Brown's back there because he has the ability to throw the football on the run to any of these receivers. But when he comes out, that running game does not suffer at all because Griffin Meinhold is an exact replacement of him and right now is a little bit healthier. So he's got that extra gear right now and a little bit fresher. You're showing that burst after he gets through the line of scrimmage. Direct snap to Devin Howard in a white jersey brings him down right in the backfield. That's number 59, Griffin Google. Got through that line with ease and brings him down for a two-yard loss, Devin Howard as we have 35 seconds of counting here in the third quarter. It's a miscommunication there because Austin Vollmering blocked him right into Devin Howard instead of blocking him away from him. And I know that sounds funny, but they're blocking not necessarily to pancake a guy, but to remove him off his spot and create that opening. And that time he blocked him right into where the running game was supposed to go and an easy tackle there for Google. Yeah, it looks like Badex is gonna let those clock run out to the third quarter with a 16 point lead in tow into the fourth quarter. Badex leads the Reese Rockets 23 to seven on the W. LW Sports Network 12 minutes away from six to zero for the Badex Hatchets. Out of the fourth quarter is a second and 12 for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Griffin Meinhold breaks free of two tackles and drags three jerseys with him across the first down marker. All the way down to the 13-yard line for a 16-yard gain. Bringing down finally was Connor Google, twin brother of Griffin Google, for the stop. 11.42 left here into the fourth quarter. 23-7, Bad Axe with another first down. A nice run there by Griffin Meinhold as he... Looked like he was stopped, but he able to bounce it to the outside and then showcases that change of direction speed and right through the gap, right down that right hash mark and falls forward past the first down marker for a first down for Bad X and he's over the century mark with 108 yards on the ground. 11 carries averaging 9.8 per carry for Griffin Meinhold and about four broken tackles. First and 10 from the 13-yard line, 11 minutes left in regulation. Direct snap to Evan Shank. He pushes forward across the 10 down to the 9-yard line. A four-yard gain stop made by Griffin Google for the Reese Rockets. Second down and six upcoming for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Yeah, Evan Shank was one of the first guys that came out with cramps, and you can see uh, at the break there, he was doing some light jogging on the side. He was good to go, and they check him right back in and didn't take long, and they give it to him straight ahead, and he does what he does best, get five yards going right into the teeth of the defense. 10.35 remaining, clock rolls. They send Hollingsworth wide to the right. Maddox in the single wing, working off the right hash at the Reese nine-yard line. Second down and six, leading by 16 points. Griffin Meinhold on the carry. 
and he gets out maybe out to the eight-yard line for a hard-fought yard. Stop made by Jake Rowe, defensive end for the Reese Rockets. Third down and five upcoming for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Yeah, direct snap, snap to Meinhold, and he takes it around that right side. Doesn't see a lot, just follows his blockers ahead, but only able to get maybe a yard on that play. Cass City takes out Harbor Beach in week number six with a score of 20-13. to 13. Harbor Beach was stopped at a third and goal on a sack and then incomplete on fourth and goal. Trying to tie that one up, and Cassidy runs the clock out and secures their second victory of the season. That third down play was from the four-yard line. That fourth down play was from the six. They were unable to punch it in for a chance to tie that game. Third and five here. Griffin Mine hold the carry. Down to the five-yard line, maybe the four, depending on the spot, short of the first down marker. Go for the field goal here again, guys? Right, let's see what it. What do you think? That's only one yard to go. This might be a, this might be go time if, if I'm Coach Cal Pokley, and here's why. If you kick the field goal and take your three points, then you're going to kick it off and allow that special teams to make a play on it. If you go for it here, whether you get it or not, Reese is going to be, at best, starting this drive from their own four-yard line. So I think with one yard to go, I leave my offense on the field. I didn't see the block come out for the field goal yet. Uh, no, but I, I would trust my offense to get me a yard here when I need it. So there's the snap for Griffin Meinhold. Fouls his bleed blocker, has the first down. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Bad X. Griffin Meinhold finds his way in from four yards out. And it's now Bad X 29, Reese 7 with 8.49 left in the fourth quarter. Bad X extends their lead out to 22 points. Yeah, that Griffin Meinhold, he is slippery. And when he jukes, I don't know if you notice, he, he's just very light on his feet, toes back and forth, juking left and right. And the next thing you know, he disappears. And he showcase, reappears in the back of the end zone, celebrating a touchdown. He follows his lead blockers, that power running game to the right side. And when he makes that last cut, that jump cut through the line of scrimmage, he slips right into the end zone, virtually untouched, and gives Badax an extra six. And they're going to line up and go for two. Going for two, trying to make this a 24-point lead. Brown back to pass to the corner of the end zone. It is brought in Wide with open. no defender around him into the hands of Blake Tulaski. It is now Bad X 31, Reese 7, leading by 24 points at the WLW Sports Network. with a eight-play, 56-yard drive. Took five minutes off the board. It results in a Griffin-Meinhold four-yard dive into the end zone, untouched. Blake Tulaski brings in the two-point conversion. Catch 31-7. Badex leads by 24 points with 8.49 remaining in regulation. Badex Hatchets, 15 first downs tonight. Two for three on fourth down conversions and four of eight on third down conversions. Well, this offense has been consistent. They've ran the ball well. They've thrown it when they need to. Multiple guys have attacked this Reese defense, but I got to say the story of the game has been the changes that this defense has made, shutting down the Reese offense. And the ball goes, falls, comes to rest on the line. And Levi Foco grabbed the ball 
when he was out of bounds, so when he touched it, so he was out of bounds. So that results in an illegal procedure as the ball came to rest right on the line of scrimmage. Dan Binky with a heads-up play there as well. He's absolutely right. He's in our here telling yeah, us what I exactly. think you already knew, but just re reiterating it and verifying that it's a very smart play by Foco. Ball will be placed at the 35. Very, very unique scenario is that ball dies on the out-of-bounds line, but Foco goes around it, lays down out-of-bounds, completely out-of-bounds before he grabs that football, and that identifies the football as out-of-bounds with that person. So he draws that penalty. Instead of the ball dying on the five-yard line, he now draws the penalty, and they start on their own 35 instead. First and 10, Turbush on the keeper for himself, and he meets Jake McPhee the hard way as he brings him down for a four-yard loss, maybe a three-yard according to the spot back of the 32-yard line. Second down and 13, he tried to go into the flats, and that's Jake McPhee land. But it started with Devin Howard, 44. He gets in the backfield first. Forces Turbush to change directions, break free of that tackle, and you're right. That's when Jake McPhee comes and cleans up. He doesn't miss those tackles and makes a big one there in the backfield. Second down, 13 for Reese. From their own 32-yard line, left to right across the radio, they trail by 24 points, 31-7. to Reese scored on their very first play of offense tonight. Nothing since, and that was 32 plays ago. It's less than eight to play. Clock rolls under eight. Reese slow to get to the line. Stricker winds to the left. Trips to the right, right outside of the right tackle. Back to pass, Turbush throws downfield. It is caught by Levi Foco at the 40-yard line. Sheds that defender and is ripped out of bounds hard by Evan Shank at the Bad X 46-yard line. So a 22-yard pickup for Levi Foco. It looks like he's dealing with a cramp on that left calf. Yeah, it seems to be the theme of the evening tonight, but uh, a, a nice throw and catch there is they, they use that natural pick play where the first receiver kind of sets himself down and the other receiver goes right off of him, kind of creates a, a, a log jam, and that out route is a wide open one, easy one for Turbush to hit. And they're allowed that allows 23 Foco to catch the ball, turn up field, and go down the sideline for a nice gain. Tanner Turbush, 8 of 19 for 136 yards tonight, one score, one interception. Completing 42% of his passes, the engine tonight, averaging 58% of completions. He had 719 yards this season so far. Levi Foco gets up after facing with that cramp there. That's about the 16th cramp this evening between the two teams. 7.36 left in the fourth quarter. Bad X leading by 24 points. The Rockets moving the ball a little bit here in the fourth quarter. That was a nice pass play there, but like I said, a well-designed play and executed. They create that natural pick with one of their receivers. Play off of that, that opens up a receiver as the defender runs into the the pick play wide receiver. Makes for an easy throw and catch for Turbush. And a reset of downs. First down for Reese now with trips to the left and one receiver, Robinson, to the right. Turbush now goes out as a receiver. Aiden Rayner. As Turbush goes out and tells DeMarcus Palmritter a personal story and comes back <laughs> in the pistol. Rolls to his left, looking back to pass, throws this one down as he's hit as he's brought in, and this one is nearly brought in at the 26-yard line, falls incomplete by DeMarcus Palmritter. 
Good coverage there by Bad Axe's secondary number 11. Keaton Brown in on coverage as well as Griffin Meinhold. Blake Tlassie in the region as well. Second down and 10 from the Bad Axe 46. Yeah, he had Palm Ruder open, but he went with the uh, the deeper route. Jesse Stricker downfield, covered by Meinhold. Throws it up the sideline. A diving effort, but it falls incomplete. Good coverage there by Bad Axe. Would have taken, would have taken a, a fabulous catch and toe drag to make that complete. No good there. Second down and 10 with seven and a half minutes to go in this game. Reese offense looking very depleted here. Wind out of their sails tonight on a beautiful October 1st evening. Trips to the left, one to the right. Lone receiver to the right is Wes Robinson. Turbush in the pistol, Rayner behind him. Three men to the left working off the right hash, left right across the radio, the white-clad jerseyed Reese Rockets. He's in trouble, has to roll out to his left. Evan Shank brings him down for the sack back of the 40-yard line. There's Ball's a fumble. Loose. Ball's loose. Jake McPhee picks it up. He's at the 20. He's still on his feet. He's into the end zone. Jake McPhee brings in the fumble and scoop into this for the end zone. The score is complete. Jake McPhee into the end zone makes it another six points for the Bad Axe Hatchets. It is Bad Axe 37, Reese 7. And that all started with Evan Shank coming around from the blind side. He comes around the left side. Turbush rolls out to his left, and Shank hits him from behind, jars the ball loose with Turbush holding it loosely, trying to make a last-minute throw. When that ball comes loose, of who else would pick it up but Jake McPhee, always near the ball, picks it up, shrugs off a tackler, and strolls into the end zone, followed by a whole slew of bad X defenders into the end zone for a touchdown. The back. On the receive team, 10-yard penalty for the spot of the foul. It'll be blue ball. So the touchdown does not stand. Regardless, though, it is results in a turnover in Bad Axe on offense on the plus side of the field in the red zone. It's very relevant with Bad Axe up in this scenario, but I don't understand how a block in the back should even be possible with the ball fumbling in the backfield of Reese. You have a whole bunch of Bad Axe defenders picking up the ball, scooping and scoring. A, a poor penalty there by Bad Axe, but Evan Shank with a huge play, forcing the turnover, and with 7.14 to go, this Bad Axe offense will come back on the field and do their absolute best to run as much clock as they possibly can. Hollingsworth wide left, single wing to the left, working off the right hash at the 27-yard line of Reese. Hand off, direct snap to Keaton Brown across the 25, down to the 23. Stop made by number 67 for the Reese Rockets, number we do not have of this 42-player roster. Second down and seven. And uh, they go Keaton Brown straight ahead, and he gets his three or four yards, and now you'll watch them take their time calling the play, run as much clock as they can in between each play. And rightfully so, you'll see Keaton Brown check out of this play. Devin Howard checking in, and Drayden Romas checking in as well. Bad X taking their time. They lead by 24 points. Hollingsworth wide left. Benax has 12 men on the field. Evan Shank gets out of bounds, but they broke the huddle with 12 players. With 6.26 left in the fourth quarter, it's a 24-point lead for the Benax Hatches. It looks like before the flag, they, they, actually, they actually had 10 on the field. You really can't call that too many men on the field if there's only 10. It's the old Port Hope varsity basketball play. Play with four, four players on the field. <laughs> Flag will be waved off. All right. I think that's a good idea. Sir, we're up by 24 points. We'd like to play with 10 players. 
So there's a whole lot of people out in that field that miscalculated how many people <laughs> around the field, including Bad X themselves. Well, it doesn't help that Evan Shanks' number is number 12. So he is the 12th player out there. Second and six, direct snap to Blake Tulaski. Nearly couldn't bring in the handle. He does, though. He breaks the edge, and he spins out all the way down to the 17-yard line, maybe the 16-yard line, brought down by Wes Robinson. Stays in bounds. Heads up play there from Tulaski. Keeps the clock rolling. Six minutes in less now. Third in less than... Very, they might have to measure this one. It's very close to that first down marker. You guys you guys nailed it on the head there, both of you. You and Dan both. He's, he kicks it out to the sideline, and you can see coaches cringe like, yes, we want this first down, but he spins back inbounds, make sure he tackled inbounds. The clock keeps rolling. It may have cost him the first down. It's going to be really close as they stop the clock here to bring out the chain gain and measure. Now they're saying first and 10, move the chains. At the, Even better. From the 16-yard line, the new set of downs. Baddox's 16th first down this evening. That makes that run by Blake Tulaski that much better. He stays inbounds and gets that fresh set of downs now as the clock rolls under five and a half minutes to go in this game. That's how much of a heads-up play it was for Blake Tulaski. He knew he had the first down by three inches, so he just dropped. First and 10 from the 21, or 16-yard line. Excuse me, back to pass. Griffin Meinhold, it's out incomplete over the outreached hand of Evan Shank at the five-yard line. He had green passers in front of him there. Falls incomplete instead from Griffin Meinhold. 5.17 left in the fourth. Stops the clock with a 24-point lead for the Bad Axe Hatchets. There is a scenario where Griffin Meinhold plays more quarterback. Before the season started, we thought he was going to be the starting quarterback. You, you guys thought that. I did not. I told you he was going to be Keaton Brown from Well, we day don't one. all talk to Keaton Brown. Well, you gotta, you got to have resources, <laughs> Clark. And anyways, but Griffin Meinhold has the ability to throw the football, and getting him reps in these scenarios is important because... That makes it impossible for defenses to figure out what's going to happen no matter who is on the field. Blake Zalaski takes the direct snap, cuts outside the right edge, cuts back in. He finds a seam, and he's blasting through defenders all the way inside the five-yard line and finally brought down at the five, enough to move the chains, an 11-yard pickup for Blake Zalaski with 5.06 left into the fourth quarter, and it's first and goal to go for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Tackle made by Connor Google for the Reese Rockets. First and goal for the five. It's really been the story of the season. It doesn't matter who Bad X has played this year. This offensive line, hats off to them. They have gone in and dominated all six of these games of the opponents that they've played. And this running game has been absolutely outstanding. And then that allows the play-action pass whenever they want it. And uh, you saw Griffin Meinhold had a chance to hit a big one there. We saw it go for a 20-yard touchdown earlier in the game from Keaton Brown to Griffin Meinhold. And uh, now we're seeing all kinds of guys roll in this backfield. Blake Talaski with the most recent one for another first down. Handoff to direct snap to Evan Shank. He gets down to about the two-yard line before forward progress is stopped by the front line of the Reese Rockets. A gain of three on that. Stop made by number 23, Levi Foco. Second and goal to go from the two. Just more power football. You see Evan Shank with one of his shortest carries of the game. That's been a five-yard play whenever they needed it. Restops it for just a gain of two, but that football now probably entirely inside the two-yard line now is Bad X with four minutes to go in the game looking to add on another score. Second and goal to go from the two-yard line. Less than four minutes to play. Bad X waiting until that play clock gets under five seconds before snapping. Devin Howard. And Blake Tulaski gets the direct snap. He has a lead blocker. He's in untouched. Touchdown, Badax. 3.43 left in the fourth quarter. And Badax tacks on another six points. It's Badax 37, Reese 7. 
with 3.43 left in the first in the, in the fourth quarter. And you can't say enough about this team. Just an outstanding performance tonight. The offense scoring on what seemed like every single drive, but maybe one. And that defense, though, with a turnover, allowing this offense to come back on a field with a short, with a short field to work with. And they tack on another six points. And Griffin Meinhold about to attempt the point after. Maddox with 17 first downs tonight. Griffin Meinhold, the kick is up for the PAT. It is no good. Wide right. Pushed it one off the side of the foot, so it remains a 30-point ball game. Badax 37, Reese 7 with 3.43 left in the fourth quarter on the WLW Sports Network. Maddox now leads by 30 points with 3.43 left in regulation over the Reese Rockets. Have not allowed a score from the Reese Rockets since their very first play of offense. Meinhold's kick comes in at the 20-yard line by DeMarcus Palmer. He's ripped down by Jake McPhee at the 25-yard <laughs> line. Mark him down at the 26, and McPhee is not going to let that one go. First and 10 for the Reese Rockets. McPhee playing like a man tonight. Uh, he is he's just as sure-handed as a tackler as you will find. Just never misses and see virtually unblockable. Bad X, a three minute, 31 second drive. Five plays, 73 yards. Excuse me, 27 yards. Starting on the short side of the field. Yeah, that, that touchdown drive started with the Jake the fumble. McPhee fumble That's recovery. Right. That's right. It ends with the Jake McPhee special teams tackle. Screen pass to the near sideline, and Palmruder cannot bring it in. He tried to turn up field, and we have flags flying well after the play. As looks like Bad X now are trying to make up for that 10-player play. And they still counting here. They have 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 12, 5, yep. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You are absolutely right. That should be blown dead before the play is, is snapped. Legal participation on the defense. Be a 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. 15-yard penalty. That doesn't feel right. Should be a five-yard penalty. At this point, not really sure it matters, though. 332 left in the fourth quarter. Bad X 37, Reese 7. So they march 15 yards off, and it'll be a first down for the Reese Rockets. Wow, I am shocked. I'm 15-yard penalty for having too many men on the field? Called after the play. Well, is it totally their fault that they got away with it for that long? <laughs> <laughs> the play is not reviewable after the snap, so who knows? First and 10 from the 41-yard line this time. Turbush downfield is brought in by Levi Foco. Evades the tackler. He's at the 40-yard line and brought down at the, the Badax 36-yard line by Evan Schenk. From the 40-yard line across midfield into Badax territory, a nice pickup from Turbush to Foco. Yeah, and that's, where, that's how they started the game, throwing the football in the middle of the field. Letting these guys run in space, they just kind of stopped doing it for two quarters, and uh, so they're getting back to it here in a nice game and run after the catch by the Reese receiver. First and ten from the 35-yard line. As Evan Shank on the sideline in pain, looks like he hit the turf pretty hard there. 317 left is back to pass. Turbush scrambling. He has. A complete to DeMarcus Palmritter down at the 22-yard line. 
as a 14-yard pickup tackle made by Keaton Brown in the, of the Hatchets. Another first down for Reese, moving the chains into the red zone of Badax. Yeah, that was the offense we had heard so much about, and, and credit to Badax. They have completely smothered that out from the first series of the game until now. But uh, finding some open receivers, you're seeing Turbush roll out of the pocket, make good decisions on the run, and another first down for Reese. First and 10 from the Badax 21-yard line. Receiver wide to the left, Jesse Stricker. Demarcus Palmritter and number 31. That's a new receiver out there. Excuse me, nope, that is not, that is Levi Foco. Looking back to pass, staying in the pocket now, rolling to his left, scrambling downfield. He's going to bring it for himself, and he cannot get out of the outreached arms of the Bad Axe defense. Jake McPhee, as well as number 24, Drayden Roma, is in for the stop. And a six-yard loss back out to the 26-yard line, a five-yard loss according to the spot, second out and 15. And yeah, credit them each for half a sack there, but again, they you can see Jake McPhee, he is literally... He's literally about, I would say, six to ten yards downfield with his hands up trying to disrupt the passing lane. When he sees Turbush hesitate and continue to roll out, McPhee just collapses on him. But not until Drayton Romas from behind hits him first, and McPhee cleans him up to make sure that he doesn't escape and a six-yard loss on first down. Stricker and Palm Ritter wide left, wide right, Foco and Robinson. Turbush back to pass. Throws this one on a screen and it's in through the hands of Rayner on the safety valve of the 30-yard line. Cannot bring that one in. Falls to rest on the turf. Incomplete third down and 50. Yeah, but it wouldn't matter. Jake Hollinsworth was right there to hit him as the ball got there. And so, it, yes, it fell incomplete, but if he'd have caught the ball, it would have been for another loss. So, neither here nor there, but this Badax defense now settling back in. Third down and 16 for Reese. Reese with 196 yards on 40 plays tonight, averaging 4.9 per play. Doing that first play for 66 yards and the score from DeMarcus Palmritter on the catch from Turbush. Robinson sets up about 60 yards wide from the, <laughs> the snap from the 26-yard line. Handoff right up the gut, and this one goes nowhere for Rayner. Back to the original line of scrimmage. Tackle made by number 24, Romas, for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Fourth down and 15. And Jack Miller in the backfield as well, disrupting that running play, but runs right into the arms of Romas, who doesn't miss him. And yet, another loss on the play, or no game at the best for Reese there. Working three yards inside the left hash, left right across your radio. Reese with a minute 20 left here, trailing by 30 points. As Reese is going to get this clock down as far as possible before calling a timeout or taking a delay of game. Oh, now they're going to hustle less, the line less and try to get five this seconds. This is going to be impressive if they get this one off. Turbush waiting no time, and they're just letting him play. Quads to the right, and <laughs> breaks free of one tackle. That was Devin Howard, now throws downfield into the hands of Jesse Stricker, and he's brought down just after a seven-yard gain when they needed 15. Bringing him down was number 17, Jack Hollingsworth, well short of that first down marker by about seven yards. Turnover on downs, Bad X back in offense for the final 46 seconds. Devin Howard just explodes from that linebacker position into the backfield. I don't know how Turbush evaded him, but was able to avoid him, step up in the pocket, and hit Stricker, which all in all was a nice play, but still good coverage by Bad X, not phased by him rolling around, and he's able to trip him up short of the first down, and Bad X's offense will come on the field for the victory formation. Bad X likely in a Jenny Flick for formation here. That is exactly what it'll be. As the clock rolls under 40 seconds, they'll just need one more snap here. 
Keaton Brown and company for the Banax Hedges. Well-deserved victory here for the blue and gold. And there's the second snap in the Bad Axe Hatchets improved to 6-0 on the season, taking out the Reese Rockets in what started out as an offensive shootout ended in a defensive juggernaut for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Bad Axe 37, Reese 7, a 30-point victory for the Bad Axe Hatchets on their home turf and take the driver's seat in the Greater Thumb West race. And now they'll play Lakers to secure the outright title in two weeks and we'll be there for it. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network. The Bad Axe Hatchets victorious over the Reese Rockets 37-7, your final in week number six on the WLEW Sports Network, being powered by Agar Valley Services. Stay tuned. We have a very short break here before our post-game wrap-up from week number six. You're listening to your home for high school football, the WLEW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Bad Axe victorious in week number six, 37-7. Hasn't been much to smile about in the last 19 months, but there's plenty of smiles out there tonight for the Bad X Hatchets as they dominate the Reese Rockets. Final score 37 to 7, improved to 6 and 0 on the season. Undefeated in divisional play at 4 and 0. Driver's seat in the Greater Than West Conference Championship. Dave Hansen, how about you tell us how we got to this 37-7 final score? Sure will. Badak scored first on a Devin Howard nine-yard touchdown run. The two-point conversion was no good. On the ensuing play, first play of scrimmage for the Reese Rockets, Turbo hits Palm Ruder for a 66-yard TD pass. The extra point is good. And at the end of the first quarter, Reese was leading 7-6. to six. But after that, all hatchets. Keaton Brown hits Griffin Meinhold for a 21-yard touchdown pass. The extra point is good. Bad X would take the lead 13-7 and never look back. Shortly after, McPhee explodes through the line on a 40-yard touchdown run. Extra point is good, and at the half, Bad Axe would lead Reese 20-7. to In the third quarter, the scoring would start more Bad Axe. This time, Meinhold connects on a 38-yard field goal attempt. Bad Axe extends the lead 23-7, to and that would be the end of the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Bad Axe would tack on two more scores. The first one, Meinhold four-yard touchdown run. Keaton Brown would hit Tulaski on a two-point conversion, and later in the game, Tulaski would punch in a two-yard touchdown run. The extra point was no good, and Bad Axe would beat the Reese Rockets at home 37-7. to Bad Axe ends up with 357 yards of offense on 53 plays, averaging 6.7 per play. The Reese Rockets, 203 yards on 42 plays, averaging 4.8. And majority of those yards, about, about 80 of those yards, came in that very last drive as they started to move the ball okay. Rushing the attack for the Reese Rockets, 17 carries for 21 yards, no scores, and just one fumble, averaging 1.2 yards per carry. Passing the ball, 11 of 25 with one touchdown, but also one interception for 182 yards. Total 203 yards and 42 plays. Two turnovers, one score for the Reese Rockets, which was their very first play of offense. Nothing after that. 
Leading the rushing attack for the Rockets, Aiden Rayner, 20 yards on seven carries. Tanner Turbush, eight carries, 15 yards and one fumble. Demarcus Palmritter, two carries for a loss of 14. Through the air, Tanner Turbush, 24 attempts, 11 completions, 182 yards, one interception, one touchdown, completing 46% of all passes. Receiving the ball, Demarcus Palmritter, 108 yards on five receptions on seven targets, one score, which was a 66-yard touchdown run. Brought in 77, 71% of targets for him. Levi Foco, four receptions for 61 yards. Jesse Stricker, two receptions for 13 yards. And Wes Robinson, no receptions on three targets. For the Bad Axe Hatchets, 327 yards rushing, 30 yards passing, 53 planes for 357 total yards. Impressive night indeed for the Bad Axe Hatchets in five scores, four rushing, one passing. Griffin Meinhold, 14 carries, 117 yards, and one score. Carried the ball 29% of the time, as did Keaton Brown with 14 carries, 84 yards. Jake McPhee, two carries, 47 yards and a score. Evan Schenk, seven carries, 34 yards. Blake Tulaski, five carries, 32 yards and a score. Devin Howard, six carries for 13 yards in one score. Through the air, Keaton Brown, two for four for 30 yards and a score. Griffin Meinhold, 0 for one through the air. Griffin Meinhold also brought in the one reception for 21 yards and the touchdown. Evan Schenk, the other for nine yards. Impressive night for the Bad Axe Hatchets on every facet. Offense, rushing, uh, passing, special teams, 38-yard field goal from Griffin Meinhold, and then the defense, just impressive. We'll get to those numbers in just a second. Absolutely. Uh, four different running backs score for Bad Axe. Keaton Brown throws a touchdown to arguably his best receiver in Griffin Meinhold. Uh, this offense was clicking on all cylinders. Uh, every running back averaged at least five yards a carry outside of Devin Howard, uh, but he had a, a loss there late in the game that kind of hurt that stat. But this offense is very dangerous, and when you play a team like Reese, who runs a spread offense, likes to throw the football, they have talented wide receivers. Those receivers tend to play defensive back quite well, and Bad X had no intention of throwing the football against it, but when they did, it was because the running game was so good that play action suckered even in those good defensive backs and allowed some nice gains, including that 21-yard touchdown pass to Griffin Meinhold. Jake Hollinsworth only had the one target, but it was right here in front of us, Clark. A deep pass. He was wide open and anticipated getting hit instead of catching the football. He could have had about another 30- or 40-yard completion added to the stat sheet, but otherwise, this running game, was absolutely outstanding. Your primary ball carriers are Keaton Brown and Griffin Meinhold. They each had 14 carries, about 30% of the workload. 80 yards for Keaton Brown, 117 for Griffin Meinhold, a touchdown for Meinhold. This offense is clicking, but like you said, more impressed with the defense, allowing that deep touchdown, and absolutely nothing after that. On the defensive side of things, for the Bad Axe Hatchets, no surprise here leading the way. Jake McPhee, five tackles, including two tackles for a loss and a sack, one tip pass, and one fumble recovery. Not a bad night for Jake McPhee, the junior. Devin Howard, four tackles, including one sack. Keaton Brown, three tackles, as is Evan Shank with three tackles, one tackle for a loss for seven yards. Sam Haas, three tackles, including two tackles for a loss. Blake Tlasky and Austin Vollmering, each with two, and then one tackle apiece for Logan Miles, Griffin Meinhold, Jack Hollingsworth, Drayden Romas, Noah Braun, and Hayden Miles. Impressive numbers there for the Bad Axe defense. Causing turnovers. They had an interception, a fumble recovery. They're just, like you said, firing on all cylinders tonight. They absolutely are, and, and their special teams is just as good. They, they allowed one one kind of big return on a, on a short kick, but otherwise, uh, 
They can make field goals. They can make extra points. They showed you they can get a two-point conversion if they need it. Uh, Meinhold's an excellent kicker and a game-changer when he's punting the football as well. So he only punted once, but at 57 yards, completely flipped the field for him. Those little things add up, and when an offense like this is clicking on all cylinders, they can stay healthy. That offensive line gets no credit, and they deserve all of it because on the defensive line, it's the same guys doing the same thing but opposite So up front in the trenches, this team won this game, and these playmakers took care of the football. Play calling was excellent, and and defense, when they made that change, Tanner Turbush and that high-powered, high aerial assault that Reese likes to bring was completely lost. Impressive night, and here's the most impressive part, Dave. When you take a look at the first downs, third down conversions, fourth down conversions, Banex, 17 first downs tonight. They held the ball for 30 minutes and 12 seconds. Reese was 17-48. Maddox, 17 first downs, 4 for 8 on third down conversions, 2 of 3 on fourth down conversions. On the other side of the ball, Reese just 9 first downs, including 3 of those were on their last drive. 1 for 8 on third down conversions and 0 for 4 on fourth downs. And those are those are the plays where you need it most. And uh, on third down and 2 or third down and 3, when you know you can't run the football, you become predictable. And Badhex was able to take advantage of that. Not allowing that passing play to convert for that third down, it forced turnovers. And uh, some untimely penalties for Reese really hurt them. But uh, all in all, Bad X absolutely handled things after that first series. Impressive night. Dave Hanson, how would you take us through the Thompson play- Thompson Chevrolet player of the game? I think I know who you're going to say. Uh, well, there, there's actually a few options no, here. There, there's three options, and you could really choose any one of the three. But uh, to me, this game was won after the first series. And the guy that brings – brings that spark to the team, ignites this team with a big run and a 40-yard touchdown run and make the impact on defense tonight. It's going to be Jake McPhee. He's going to be your Thompson Chevrolet player of the game. As Jake McPhee on the night, 47 yards on two carries and a score. Brought in, had one target, no catches though, but then on defense, five tackles, two tackles for a loss, one sack, one tip pass, one fumble recovery. Yeah, see, he was a leading tackler on defense, uh, recovered that fumble, and if it wasn't for a a really poor timely penalty, he would have had a defensive touchdown, um, a sack, tackle for loss. Those are the plays that forced Reese into situations where even a good high-powered passing team doesn't want to be in. And those game-changing plays on defense, the tip pass even that goes unnoticed, doesn't go unnoticed by us. And, and that's what's going to set him apart from the rest of the other guys. And when he busts through on that 40-yard run, this crowd in front of us here ignited. That put him up two scores. And that play, they after that play, they never looked back, and Reese never had a chance. Dave Hanson, final thoughts here from week number six. What an impressive win by Bax. Reese came in here and got their butts kicked. And this this Bad Axe Hatchet team is for real. If you haven't seen him yet, um, as far as I'm concerned, this was the game that was going to determine who wins the West. No offense to Lakers. They could still come up here and change my mind. But right now, this Bad Axe team is the most complete team that we've seen on both sides of the football. And I can't wait for a collision course with uh, Greater Thumb East future champions, the Ugly Bearcats, in Week 9. That's going to be a great one. We'll be there one for that as well. We've got a great schedule ahead. Next week, we have USA at Cassidy. Cassidy, of course, victorious over the Harbor Beach Pirates tonight. Do we hear from that Lakers-USA game? Yes, that is a final. 14 to nothing. Lakers beat USA. No kidding. 14 nothing. Lakers shut them out. So USA and Cassidy square off next week. USA coming off of a tough loss against Lakers, but the... Uh, Cassidy Redhawks starting to roll. Uh, they're starting to play a little better. A very young team. Uh, the class is starting to 
work together. We saw some improvements from Sandusky last week. Cass City, kind of that similar team, playing really well and, and taking out a, a Harbor Beach team, holding them to 13 points. Uh, scoring on Harbor Beach usually isn't a problem, but holding that offense down to 13 points, that defense is starting to play. And uh, against USA next week with a, an ugly loss to Lakers tonight, that USA team's got to be hungry for a win to try to get back in the playoff on. And, of course, the coverage will begin next week at 6 p.m. on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com, USA at Cass City in week number seven of the regular season. Hard to believe we're week number seven. We're still wearing short sleeve shirts. And Dave Hansen, also, congratulations to you. That is three straight victories in the media round table. Thank you, sir. Uh, going with the over sometimes pays off. And, uh, yeah, my, the Bad X Hatches did not let me down there. That defense really took over this game, and that was more possessions for the offense, and they didn't miss. They just continued to score. And, yeah, lined up with my score a little differently, but uh, I know I was getting some looks when I went 20-point win by uh, Bad X, but it looks pretty good now. And you said Bad X 40-20. to 20. They did not have to score t- uh, 40 points, but they scored 37, but held their opponent just to seven points tonight. Yeah, Impressive give, night. Yeah, give, give them another possession. They're getting over 40, that's for sure. That's how good that offense was tonight. <laughs> well, Dave, great job tonight. We'll see you on air next week. You betcha. Looking forward to it. Tonight's game. Yeah, that's the wrong button. How about that? Tonight's game was bring brought to you by... Thumb Siler and Agar Valley Services. Dio Services of Cass City for all your green handling needs. Conic Radiator and Air Conditioning of Banax. Randy's Honey Center. 269 Guns. The Heron Daily Tribute. North Star Bank. Huron Auto Parts. Countryside Transportation. Bayport State Bank. Corbishley's Menswear of Banax. McVeigh Insurance Agency. Thumb Bank and Trust. Insure Health. Better health. Better life. Are you sure? On behalf of our entire broadcast team, Dave Hansen, in-game analysis, director of sports information, Doug Colt, traveling all the way from Livonia, Michigan, to be with us tonight, as always, for the past nine years. Dan Banky, our spotter, doing a great job as always. My name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight. You can see all the highlights. Take your pick of what station you want to watch. TV5, NBC25, and ABC12, we're all here on hand for the end. And lots of coverage on the Huron County View as well. On behalf of our entire team, we'll see you next week from Cass City. Congratulations to Maddox, 37-7. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your home for high school football is the WLEW Sports Network.